1: Whoa, Dez, your husband just sang at Paisley Park. Oh Whoa. my gosh,
2: I've never been more into my husband <laughs> as I am right now. Yeah,
1: it took a lot. Yeah, right. You could <laughs> oh, have been opening cool. a can at home and you were like, oh my God, I love him.
2: <laughs> uh, he sang in the house. The okay.
1: Alright. Crisco, oh. Dez, Ryan, and Pridge. Is that what we're calling yeah, him? Yeah, Pridge. Or Prince. Or Purple Pidge. Purple Pidge. Yeah. We are live yeah. at Paisley Park. For our second podcast on the road, this is so cool. We've uh, upgraded big time. We're at Paisley <laughs> Park today. We really have, and it's been a long time since anybody asked us to be out, so this feels really good. Yeah, it's- this is special. And, uh, for the occasion, Devin dressed up as Prince. Not only did he dress up as Prince, check that out. <laughs>
2: Yeah, baby
1: he drove to paisley park dressed as prince yeah and confused the security guard <laughs> what did he say when you pulled up with madonna gloves on and a, a purple uh suit
3: he just stared at me and then i was like hi i'm i'm the producer and he goes you <laughs> yeah we right. asked ourselves that.
1: Yeah. I, I love that you said started with p and he's like no <laughs> oh producer okay
3: Ooh. yeah and um He goes, what's your name? Just to double check. And I said, Devin. Devin Marshall. And then he goes, okay, so what you're going to do is. (laughs) He's like, you are not on the list. (laughs) I'm not messing with this guy. No No, way. No,
1: no. It is quite the little number you have. Um, I mean, you really did go all prints. And people are commenting on how good you look in high heels.
3: Thank you. And I just said as we walked up here, I'm starting to really dig these. (laughs) I really am. I mean, I like a
2: nice lift never hurt anybody.
3: I like the sound they make when, when you walk. walk Prince was onto to
1: something, huh?
3: Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay.
1: That's aggressive. Well, we are joined by a live audience of dedicated and loyal podcast listeners. Let's hear from all of you. How cool. These people regularly listen to this hot mess every day, and, and then they yeah. took time off from work to show up to be here. How amazing is this? Don't oversell us. It's because we're in Prince's home. That's true. If we were at like a Perkins, they'd be like, "Mm, oh, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Depends on the special that day. How many of you have been to Paisley Park before? Okay, just a few of you. So this is your first time here. How amazing. Uh, Several of you have said the same thing. You can feel Prince's presence here which yeah. is amazing. Um, you walk in the doors, and all of a sudden you know you're in a special place. Oh, it, it's just incredible to walk through those doors and to be in here and just to know all of the songs that he created, all the magic, the musical moments, all happened here. Well, and uh, no one better than Mitch McGuire to tell us some of the background uh, here at Paisley Park. He's the, uh, well the managing director. Mitch, thank you for joining us. This is awesome.
0: Well, we're super happy to have you here and just actually wanted to say thank you to all of you for doing what you do entertaining and motivating us on a daily basis in the Twin Cities and beyond.
1: Oh, thank you, Mitch. That's awesome. Um, you are seated next to one of the artifacts we're going to cover uh, during this podcast. We're going to post photos of this on our social media so you can see it. If you're listening right now going, hmm, well, I'm wondering what that looks like. We'll post a photo.
0: Can you give us the background on this? So, you know, Prince was one of those artists who um, was influential in nearly every way imaginable. Of course, we know about the music, but his... Overall fashion aesthetic is another example of that. So when you look at this piece in particular, this was uh, a wardrobe piece that was designed for him for the Purple Rain Tour. Um, So a woman by the name of Marie France and then a couple of other gentlemen, uh, Louis Wells and uh, Vaughn Terry really put together this piece. But when you look at it, you'll see the ruffled shirt, which obviously inspired Devin. (laughs) Um, The sort of streamlined look when you're Prince, it's not enough just to have a pair of pants that match your jacket. You've got to have a pair of high-heeled boots that match the whole ensemble. Oh, man. And it's really a, sort of an inspiration from that Baroque 17th century era where royalty would often wear something similar to this. And, of course, we knew he was prince, the one and only. So
1: how tall was he? I don't even know.
0: So he, he wasn't a, a, an extremely tall individual, pretty petite, <laughs> uh, probably around 5'2", five, 5'3", five, but a giant on the stage. No kidding. This didn't matter. He would fill up the largest arenas around the world.
1: Those are the tiniest pants. They really are. What did he get to with the lifts on? Was he like five, 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 <laughs> yeah. six? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah probably about that. Usually okay. a typically, you know, three and a quarter inch heel or so. Okay. Jeez. How
1: long have you been with Paisley Park?
0: So I was one of those individuals who was coming out here to Paisley to see Prince do his thing whenever I could. For me, you know, Prince was always the single most influential artist in my life, so I was really lucky to be able to have those experiences. When I realized that they were going to turn Paisley into a museum, I knew that if I could try to, to contribute in some way... That was something I wanted to do, so I started as a part-time tour guide and was just fortunate enough to be given a, a series of other opportunities, and now I'm sitting here with you today.
1: Oh, that's incredible. Wow. Did you ever meet him while he was alive?
0: So, you know, when you would come to these events, and, you know, they were unlike anything you'd ever been a part of before. I don't know if those of you who've been here before saw him here at Paisley, but those arena shows were amazing. Yeah. But to see him perform at Paisley Park, especially in a room as intimate as this, He'd be right here where we all are on this stage. And you'd actually be closer in the front row than you are right now. You'd be right here at the edge of the stage. He'd be three feet in front of you, you know, doing all of those things that we had watched him do our entire lives. And for us in that moment, it was about the the art. And he wasn't the type of guy who would, you know, sit down and have a conversation with you typically. Um, And I can only speak for myself, but for me, that was enough. I didn't need that. I was just a part of a really special moment. And the accessibility that we had as folks who lived here in this community to his genius is something you won't find anywhere else on the planet.
1: Yeah, wow, well, that's awesome. Uh, of course, he's known for the symbol, uh, which is on the mic stand over here. I don't think a lot of people really know the backstory on
0: how that came to be. I think you're right about that. So, typically, when you would roll in here on a night in which you were hoping Prince was going to perform, if that symbol mic was on this stage, it was usually a pretty good indication that you were going to get something pretty special. Uh, but to your point about the symbol itself, for Prince, really, I would say in and about 1993, he was feeling increasingly enslaved to his words. As it relates to his recording contract that he had with Warner Brothers and the publishing arm of that agreement, Warner Chapel, he really looked at them as unnecessary middlemen in terms of being able to create music and hand it over directly to his fan base. Uh, Prince, one time, he said, You know, look, if I want bread, I just go right to the baker. It's been baked fresh, handled by the least amount of hands as possible. He looked at his music in the same way. He just wanted to create it and give it to his fans, but it's not the way those contracts were structured. So he decides, you know, look, if you own my master recordings, you own my publishing rights, you essentially own my name, Prince, I'm just going to stop being Prince altogether. That's when he adopts this (laughs) symbol, which you can't even pronounce because it doesn't have a name, but it's essentially the combination of a female and male astrological uh, sign with some other artistic liberties thrown in there. But he now adopts that as his identity. He starts handing music over to Warner Brothers as a, at a serious clip to get out from underneath that contract. But it wasn't until December 31st of 1999 huh? that his publishing arm of that agreement with Warner uh, Chapel expires. So at this point, he hosts a press conference in New York City in the spring of 2000 where he announces to the world he's now a fully emancipated artist. He's reclaiming his name from birth. He will no longer be known exclusively as this symbol, and from that point forward, he really paved the way for so many other artists. The takeaway message was that if you own your master recordings, you own your publishing rights, you now own your own professional destiny, for better or worse. So Taylor Swift's of the world, they're a good example of what he went through during that really about seven-year period. So
1: really, that kind of explains
0: the song, 1999. Is that, is that connected You know, it could be. I think the one guy who could answer that question for us is not here. But one of the things I'll say about Prince, again going back to how he influenced so many people in so many different ways, he was always about five or ten steps ahead of the rest. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just now I think catching up to him. So I think in a lot of ways he had a sense of what was going on in, you know, nineteen ninety nine, year two thousand and that was part of it.
2: Wow. It is incredible. I mean I saw him only at the big arena shows, but I saw him In the 90s, I saw him multiple times, early 2000. I feel like I got to see a a bunch of different almost versions of Prince. And I remember the tour when he was the symbol. And I was like, man, I feel like I am experiencing something very different here. And then when he did the shows at XL and he did the three nights in a row, I was there every single (laughs) night. I was not about to miss it. And two of those shows, I was up in the nosebleed section, but I was there, and I knew I was like a part of history.
0: For sure. Uh, those arena shows were fantastic. Wow. Those after shows were, were just different in a, yeah. in a in a way that's hard to describe. But you were just going to get a show out of him in those smaller clubs that you didn't get in the big arena shows. But I think one of the things I love about him, to your point, was that he evolved in so many ways, not only stylistically but musically. And so no matter what your your musical genre – taste is at the end of the day. If you spend enough time with Prince's Catalog, I promise you, you'll find something that resonates with you because he was just that prolific and he would stretch himself musically in a way that just... um you know, made it made his collection of music very eclectic.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, for people who've never had a tour of Paisley Park, it's one of those must-dos. You know, I'm sure people in um, Memphis don't go to Graceland probably as much as they should. You know, if we live here in the Twin Cities, we should check out Paisley Park. It's in our own backyard. And you can learn all those little nuggets. I've done the tour. It's so cool. All the little details. I love that his desk and office is the way he left it. Before he died. Um, Definitely get your tickets. Do that. And our listeners are going to have the soundstage experience after this podcast today. So we'll invite you back for more on that. Sounds great. Happy to do that. Okay. Mitch McGuire, everyone. Thank Thank you you. so much. What an experience. Um, It's just so cool to be here and to have a producer dressed as Prince makes it extra special. and. I don't know if you'd make it as a tour guide, but, you know, maybe that's your calling. Oh,
2: he would. He just wouldn't remember all the no, details. No, we're actually asking if he can <laughs>
1: – do you guys have a spot for him or – we're just offering. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so um, other things going on. It's a traditional after-hours podcast, so this is where we get to dig a little deeper into things that uh, maybe we don't talk about on the show, like what you have planned for Hutch's birthday. <laughs> I uh, yeah 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 what i have planned for hutch's birthday yeah i yeah. love that you reluctantly agreed to take hutch out for his birthday what is it that you have against him i don't have anything <laughs> against Hutch. i think no, the better question would be back to you what you have against hutch why you'd want him to spend a saturday night with me well i feel like a man who is now divorced yep. he's very lonely yep. a very few friends mm-hmm. and you're going to be with him at the casino why wouldn't you take him to dinner Right? Yeah. Right. Thank you. Hutch could use a friend, and I think on his birthday weekend, what else do you have going on? Does your mom need her feet rubbed? Yes. You know I don't do that on the weekends. That's just a weekday (laughs) thing, okay? Don't make it weird. I am going to be at at the casino no matter what, but I was just going to go do my own thing. And one, wouldn't you know, once Ryan knew he wasn't going to be at the casino... He then made plans with me to bring Hutch out for dinner and then wouldn't stop bringing it up over and over again to the point where (laughs) Hutch confronted me yesterday and was like,
4: you were with him. Don't act surprised. You drug him into the studio. And he came in and he's like, are we going to dinner or not? So then I have a a lovely reservation at 7 o'clock on Saturday. That's
2: great. What a good guy you are. That's nice.
1: This can go towards my volunteer hours.
4: For whatever <laughs> that is, I think I can do that,
1: and I'm pretty happy with it. That's great, so. He's wondering if, uh, you're gonna bring a gift? The gift is me being there. No. Oh. No. And why, only, why did one church. person chuckle? They're like,
4: oh, good one. Gift receipt,
1: please, thank you. Okay, at least you get it. Oh, I mean, no, I get it.
2: Get him a little something here at Paisley Park, one of the shirts. He would, oh, what a trinket. Of they a don't jacket. have
1: our size here. Uh, no. Trust me, I've looked. I, I'm not gonna be able oh. to bring, it's gonna be a belly shirt and it's Get gonna to be rude.
2: Sew it together.
1: I, no, believe me, as somebody who's had to do that, not a fun time. <laughs> I mean, oof.
2: Fine, make a card, do something.
1: I, I, I'll buy him dinner, is that fine? Okay, fine, here's what we'll do. Des and I will go in on a bouquet of roses and have mm-hmm. it waiting at the table.
2: Oh, and a bottle of champs!
1: Oh, yes. Oh, okay, you no, know what? I do two, need the champs for that, for that night. Don't touch sex me. Two on the, Stop the beaches.
2: It. <laughs> Romantic night for two
1: dudes. Yeah, well, you're a guy who loves a good sex on the beach, and so I do. Hutch. The drink. Yeah. <laughs> the drink. The other one's very sandy. Just... Are you going to be his wingman and maybe, you know, get him a little uh, birthday action? I think if I go with the really, like, like sad puppy in, like, a, a commercial avenue, I think I could get it. Like, if I'm like, look at this guy. Come on, ladies. Don't you want to make out with him? He's at rock bottom. <laughs> He's he's lower than me. He had to force me to dinner with him.
2: I don't I don't know. I feel as though he gets plenty of action.
1: mm, I've talked to to some of the girls who went on dates with him. Did you hear on Secrets this morning someone texted in that they want to make babies with Hutch? Are, we were, you're not
2: here are you <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine you?
1: they just sneak out the back and they're like nope not me we were all collectively shocked by that secret but you know it's an unpopular opinion yeah you think it's weird hutch got the number <laughs> i just like got it and saved <laughs> oh okay so uh this is something else that we were all surprised to hear that Devin is a budding songwriter did anyone guess that from Pidge? i mean oh somebody did okay um we, we now have some lyrics uh, from some songs that Pidge wrote. You wrote this, honest to God.
3: Yeah, a long time ago. but uh, When yeah, you were living in the shed. When I was in the shed. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd spend many nights in the shed, long nights. Yep. Um, a lot of times I'd get in there and then I'd watch, um, honestly, tons of Prince videos and a sure. lot of Prince interviews. He has a great Larry King interview. Um, but that would get me, you know, going and, and inspired, I guess would be the word. Okay. Prince okay.
1: has asked you to not compare these lyrics to his.
3: Okay. Yeah, we don't anyway. know yet. We, we don't, don't know, know. yet. Oh,
1: yeah, is... Who would like to hear Crisco do a dramatic interpretation of Prince's songs? That's what I thought. Now, who would like it better if we have him do it as Pidge with his...
4: Of
2: course. <laughs> oh, now you get to see what it looks like with Yes, he does and how
4: it. it's hard to breathe, because I have to plug my nose to be Pidge. Okay. I, I've never done this with a microphone. Um, yes back. can you please i need you to be my soundboard. Oh, <laughs> don't do all of this oh god no a broken soul who's walked alone no
1: you have to introduce yourself oh i'm sorry. what do we have on the show welcome to our podcast live from
4: paisley park who is this my name is pinch i'm the producer of the ks95 <laughs> morning joe um i like boobs and i like money and I am very excited to be here at Baisley Park. Well, it's good to have you. I hear you're a budding songwriter. Let's uh, hear some of your
1: lyrics. Maybe we'll sign you.
4: Yeah, this is going to be a real big deal for me. I need more pickles. <laughs> a broken soul who's walked alone since he was eight years old. A golden heart that's warm and torn, but blood that's ice cold. That's deep. Dang. Thank you. You could tell I was in a, in a shed by myself, right? I can tell. <laughs> yeah, really I emotional. Can tell. Waiting for an angel to come take his hand, wrap him up, and fly him to the promised land. Now he understands that it takes some time, but sometimes he wonders if he runs out of time. I was really in it. It was a clock in front of me. So I just kept seeing time over and over again. So I went with this it. This song sounds like you're begging for help. Yeah, do you It's mean- a cry for help. How did you know the song title? It's actually called "cry <laughs> for help." Is anybody out there? I feel like your ja- your voice is changing. Uh... I my nose got blocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but he knew how to make it right. It was right there in sight, inside of him. Excited, decided to incite a riot and fight in it. It sounds like a tongue twister. Sure, <laughs> imagine trying to read it.
2: Did you pre-read no, this? No,
4: I sure didn't. I, I wrote it, Des. Why would oh, I need to pre-read it? No one can silence him instead to lighten and lighten them. But he, it sounds like I'm eight mile now from <laughs> m But he Could you try them. rapping, maybe? No yeah. one can silence him instead to lighten and lighten them. But he frightens them because there's a fright in him. He'll fight in the face to the fury of a thousand men or fight the heart of a thousand mighty men.
1: Pitch, everyone! Wow.
4: Oh, how did that not get picked up?
2: He hasn't tried yet.
4: No, I think I mean we can get him back up here, Mitch. We got a, got a big one here. This Twenty is more though. No, it's, I think you could have made it. Well, that yeah. was
1: you. I'm glad you got out of the shed.
4: Me <laughs> <you laughs> too. Yeah. What
1: if he's the next Louis Capaldi? That's what it sounds like. It's I very love, sad. My God. No, it's Louis like, it,
4: Capaldi. It's
1: <laughs> That's super. What it's, super whew.
2: depressing, really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, huh?
1: Well, I think we need to kind of lift people's spirits and maybe do a dramatic interpretation of a song that I know you all love. Please, (laughs) sing along with me if you know this one. Here I go, here I go, here I go again. Girls, what's my weakness?
4: Men! Men.
1: Okay, then, chillin', chillin', minded my business. Yo, salt, I looked around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stared, my niece, my witness, the brother had it going on with some kind of, ooh, wicked... Wicked. Had to kick it. I'm not shy, so I asked for thy digits. A ho, no, that don't make me. See what I want? Slip, slide to it swiftly. Felt it in my hips, so I dipped back to my bag of tricks. Then I flipped for a tip. Make me want to do tricks for him. Lick him like a lollipop should be licked. Yes. Came to my senses, and I chilled for a bit. Don't know how you do the voodoo that you do. So well, it's a spell hell. Makes me want to shoop. Shoop. Shoop! Shoop! shoop. <laughs> Yes,
2: it makes me want to shoot too.
1: Well, I mean, you could have a hit song like that—that's like a, a greatest hit—or or,
4: severe pain, souvenir <laughs> shame, seared in my brain since an early age, carrying a suitcase with me to this day. Oh. Emotional baggage, oh. pa- package stowed away, set to explode any day. Irrational savage—that's clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't
2: Laugh, I won't cry. cry. He,
4: this was years ago. This was years ago, right? You didn't write this this weekend, did you?
2: No, he still carries a suitcase with him everywhere
3: he, he does. goes.
4: I mean, I feel Whoa. like this is more just a life story.
3: More of a hotel song. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got the suitcase. Oh,
1: oh Devin. Oh, wow. we got to pick it up, perk it up a little bit. Yeah. we we'll are work on a new one.
3: That was one of, like, the brighter songs. I Holy. Think. There's God. much more aggressive ones.
4: Wow.
1: Is there anything wow.
4: sharp we need to take off the stage?
3: I'll bring him home today. You bring, bring
1: him home. Bring okay. Really? Wow. <laughs> now, we all have a very special treat for you. This is lovely. I can't believe she's willing to do this for us. <laughs> but uh would anyone love a rousing round of You Laugh, You Lose? Animal jokes edition. Stop, seriously,
2: stop! I know I said like ten times this week. What should we do on the podcast? I'm like, you know what? I could whip up a (laughs) light round of you laugh, you lose, animal focused, of course. And they're like, all right. So what could we do on the anything else?
1: Okay, remember, this is you laugh, you lose. So um, I mean, it better be crickets in here.
2: Like, so can I
1: laugh? No, (laughs) nobody can laugh. You got to make it through. <laughs> more jokes that's what you win
2: alright guys Hoo-wee. let's do this things aren't funny cats get dressed up aren't funny none of these things she's are. she's setting fun.
4: yourself up
2: here we go where do mice park their boats at the hickory dickory docks of course <laughs> oh that doesn't yeah. count that was a trial I trouble. can't
1: believe you failed on joke one on your first <laughs> joke
2: I looked at you. It's not even funny. <laughs> Hickory
1: dickory dock. Okay. Oh, now that wow. was a
2: tester. I was making sure they tester. weren't gonna laugh. Here we go. Wow. Dogs can't operate an MRI machine, right? But cats can. I heard a little noise over there. No, we're they wanted, wanted to leave. They were actually going to their car. Guys, what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile? Oh, it hurts. Okay, I can do it. I believe the main difference. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> Did you hear? Oh, no.
2: Okay. You got this the only before This is, she is my, my favorite one. <laughs> be a professional. I believe the main difference is that one will see you later, and the other will see you in a little while. But I could be wrong. I am not a zoologist.
4: Wow. Wow. That really got you going. And, and wow. it came
2: with this little meme of two, cro- like a crocodile and an alligator, and I'm like, what Uh-oh. is the difference? And so I'm
1: like,
4: oh.
2: you're right. One will see in a little while, and the other one after.
4: Desplaining
1: a joke is never a good sign for the joke. Okay. Do you think your husband Uh-oh. is, like,
4: questioning his marriage right now? <laughs> yes.
2: I mean, no. No, you, you think get it, because it's in
4: a little while, crocodile. <laughs> you I get actually, the joke from being a kid? I, it took me a minute. I stared at that meme for 14 seconds.
2: Oh, God. No, you I know. told him that last night, and he goes, that's funny.
1: Oh, oh these have been vetted by Taylor. Well, I'm not That's a, worse man. yet. You just know he one. just
4: tunes her out. That's great, honey. Very funny. Good <laughs> stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Why did the chicken go to KFC? He wanted to see the chicken strip. Mm. Ryan? I should, I should never look at Ryan, he's because he's like, these he, aren't funny. And then he's
4: like, <laughs> "We're laughing at you.
3: oh it just got an alarm going is that like get off the stage no wrap up music (laughs) no that was not my phone
2: there are 10 cats they're all on a boat one jumped off how many were left none they were all copycats zero cats on them
4: wow
1: and she wanted to do this at prince's house house. and we asked for crickets and
4: they've been so great at it (laughs) they've been so great (laughs) at not laughing (laughs) <laughs> they were like, "We no, this is easy."
2: How do spiders communicate?
4: Oh God! Oh, we're still going
2: through the World Wide Web,
4: of course. <laughs> oh so what no! Do you call two
5: octopuses
2: that look exactly everybody. the same. I Woo. tentacle, I tentacle, of course. And Your biggest cheering section going.
4: is is ro- they're cheering you off.
2: Why did the chicken disappoint its mother? <laughs> He wasn't all he was cracked up to be. Thank you very much. Security, Thank you so security,
1: much. security! This woman right here, she stole a souvenir. I saw her do it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! Oh my God, oh. yes, that was horrible.
2: I gotta remember that alligator crocodile <laughs> one. We can wrap
4: up the wrap-up music. <laughs> oh, it's just gonna play. We're gonna let that go.
2: Does it like run its that's, that's
4: how bad you were. The wrap-up music's like, no, we need to prove a point. We need to prove a point. You need to be done.
2: The one about the cat scan, had a cute little picture of a cat that was a doctor. I was dying. I forgot.
4: I I forgot you had buttons here. I thought the guy up there running the mics is like enough, (laughs) enough.
1: Let's wrap this up. I don't blame him one bit. Maybe we should wrap it up. Oh my boy, how much?
4: Okay,
2: huh? Is that like? Oh my god, it's Prince. (laughs) He's
4: (laughs) He's like, like, please
2: stop if i have to play this damn music myself i will play it if she talks about another animal in a funny way they all got to go
1: yeah sorry about yeah. that wow. well thank you for that des you're welcome so we've hit rock bottom so how does it feel <laughs> you wanted to thank her for that <laughs> for hitting rock bottom hey at least it was you and not me or Pidge. yeah
2: feels pretty good to hit it here yeah 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 it's a good it's a good spot it feels great not to, to get the
3: rap-up music played on me. <laughs> it's
1: so great. Oh,
2: honey, just tell one story.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> da dum Oh, okay.
1: Now we can we can end on that. Right, Des? Right. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. no, no. Now that doesn't want to work. <laughs> oh, boy, this is fun. <laughs> oh,
2: no.
1: do 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 do, do, do.
2: La, 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 After la,
4: Hours la. Podcast.
2: <laughs> it is over. Because it's up.
1: Nice. <laughs> totally nailed it. <laughs>
4: Chris, go, Ryan. Chris, go, Ryan. Chris, go, Ryan. The After Hours
2: Podcast. Make sure you download PodMN because while you're listening to your favorite locally made podcasts, like ours, of course, you could win gift cards to restaurants, some cool experiences. It's all at Pod MN.
1: You've been listening to Chris, go, Des, and Ryan. After Hours Okay, we're gonna bring Mitch up and he's gonna explain the uh, soundstage experience so you know what this is all about. This is so cool. Okay.
0: So give it up for these folks one more time. Thank you. Thank you for being here.
1: What could
5: be germier than a bathroom doorknob? Try unclean countertops, TV remotes, fridge handles, gaming controls, and all kinds of things around the house. Help your family stay happy, healthy, and uninterrupted by illness this year with Clorox disinfecting wipes, Clorox bleach, and Clorox disinfecting mist. They kill 99.9% of cold and flu viruses on hard, non-porous surfaces when used as directed. So get germs out of the way and get on with your day with Clorox. You're unstoppable when you start clean.